Hey everyone, welcome back to Hot and Messy Podcast. We are your hosts, Jason and Adam Newell. Oh, I should have said my last name. I always forget. Oh, that's okay. I mean, I feel like at this point, everybody knows who you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we hope, you know, if you've been listening, you hope, we hope that people know us by now. Yes. Oh man, yes. Jason, it is 2023. It's 2023. This is the time of year where everyone, ourselves included, I guess, kind of sketch out the resolutions for the year and hopefully follow through with them. So I wanted to ask you, Adam, do you have any resolutions? Yeah. I mean, you know, 2022 was such a whirlwind for us. And I know we're going to get into all of that. But for 2023, I have a few, you know, like I want to be kinder to myself and my family and my friends and not kinder in the sense that like I'm some mean asshole or anything like that. But I mean, just being able to divide my time appropriately and give everybody the attention that they deserve. Because I feel like now going into 2023, this is the year that I turned 30, the year that you turned 40. And it's just like, wow, where did this decade go? Where did my 20s go? And what were my favorite memories? And I look back and I'm like, you know, if I knew then what I know now, I would be like, hey, 20-year-old Adam, you're going to be okay. You don't have to work your ass off every single day and miss out on vacations with friends or going out some nights or going to breakfast because you're like, I have to get some work done. And I just want to be know that at me. You know, but sometimes it does take that that opportunity to, to relax or to go do something else, you know, to get out of that work zone, no matter what, no matter what you do, you know, it, it it's healthy to get out and let your brain relax and let your thoughts and let your, you know, just like, I, it's like a refresh. I wanted to read you something because this kind of meant a lot because I really don't have any technical resolutions. I feel like I'm really trying to work on different things at different points of the year, different times in the year. So I'm not going to say like, okay, January 1st, here is the new me. And here we go. Because I know <laughs> that eventually <laughs> that new me is going to be the old me or whatever. I, it, I feel like, you know, making a resolution maybe is a good thing. Like, hence dry January, right? I think it's very healthy, especially for us, because, you know, we've been at every single event and party and thing, you know, from October to December, and then just New Year's. Dry January, I think, is a very healthy thing, especially if you drink alcohol, if anyone drinks alcohol. But as far as that, I don't know if, if a date really helps to make you a new person. No, you know what it's kind of the equivalent of is like, you know how when people say that they're going to start working out next week and they're like, oh, well, you know, I didn't work out on Monday. Now it's Wednesday. So I'm just going to start the next Monday. And it's kind of like that. I feel like that's how people look at the new year as that opportunity. But then I think you're setting such high expectations for yourself. And then if you don't achieve it right away and, you know, sort of achieve that consistency, then you're already bummed out about it and it sets you back. And I don't like that. And I was thinking about this going into the mindset for this year. You know, I don't want to look at anything as like dry January or whatever the case is. We have so much fun. We go to so many different events and, you know, like we are constantly out networking and work has just been so incredibly amazing for us. And with that, you know, you go out, 
and you go to these different dinner parties and stuff like that. And sometimes it just, it's like, it's the same old thing and it gets exhausting. And I think for this year, especially after, you know, all of 2022, I just really want to focus on just a healthier mindset. And it's not like, by the way, guys, the way we're talking about this, (laughs) it sounds like we're like, Hi, my name's Adam and Jason, and I have an addiction. That is not the case. That's not the problem here. But no, and 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 I don't also don't want to sound like a downer, like you know, fuck your resolutions. You know, you're never going to change. It's never oh, yeah, going to happen. Yeah. I think resolutions are healthy. I, I think writing down goals, especially at the beginning of the year, is so healthy. It's such a great thing. But I don't think you have to really be hard on yourself that if you don't do this by a certain time or you don't follow through. Anyway, I wanted to read you something. And this is from um, Michael Bostic, who is one of the founders and creators of Dear Media and also one of the halves of Skinny Confidential, him and her show. Um, He wrote a great thread for the new year. He said, if it takes a flip of a date on a calendar to decide to take hold of your life, you're fucked. And then he goes on to say, here are five ways to start the near year or sorry, the new year in a powerful way. And I thought these were so good. And I wanted to read them to you. Is that all oh right? My gosh, this makes me so excited. Yeah, because I love them. Okay. So yeah, they're amazing. Amazing, amazing podcast. Amazing Twitter feed, by the way, Michael Bostic on Twitter. Um, he said first, take care of your health first before your family, before your kids, before your friends, before your job and business. Quit eating and drinking garbage. Go to the gym, lift weights, take walks, eat right, move your body daily because you can't help others if you don't help yourself. Which is like the equivalent of like, if the airplane is going down, make sure you put on your oxygen mask first. Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Number two, he says, commit to learning by cramming your mind with knowledge via books podcasts. This will crowd out noise and fill your mind with tools that you can use to inspire yourself, combat anxiety, fight depression, and create a more abundant life. Progression versus regression. Also amazing. I love that. I know. So three to go. Here we go. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Cut bad Cut bad habits and replace them with good ones. Stop scrolling and start learning. Stop watching and start creating. Stop poisoning and start nourishing. Stop telling yourself it's okay when it's not. Short-term pleasure equals long-term pain. Wow. Very good. Yeah, this is very prolific. Okay, here we go. Number four. Cut toxic people and focus on the good ones. Stop carrying dead weight and bad attitudes. Put more time, effort, and love into those who bring you joy, love, and value, even if it means cutting family and old friends. Not everyone is meant to be carried forever. Cut dead weight. Wow. Yeah, I I think that hits the most. That one definitely hits, but... Number yeah. five. Okay. <laughs> this okay. is the last one. I just, I find this advice so great. And this is stuff I do try to remember throughout the year. And I'm just glad he put it into five things that are easy to remember. <laughs> but number five is take ownership over your life, your problems, your excuses, your weaknesses. 
We can't change until we fully understand that it's all on us. It's all our fault. Nobody's coming. No one is coming. Sorry, I can't even talk today. Nobody is coming to help and nobody cares. The longer we take to realize this, the longer our problems will last. Hmm. I agree with that. I feel like we should print this out and like put it on our new photo wall. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just really good things to remember. And if you go back and quickly just take what you can, it's number one, take care of yourself. Number two, commit to learning, doing something new. Number three, get rid of the bad habits, start some good ones. Number four, get rid of toxic people. And number five, take control of your life. This is the best advice to go into the new year. And this is what I'm going to try to do. Yeah. And I think to piggyback off of this, like I said at the beginning, I think that it's really all about just taking it one day at a time. Like, you know what I mean? Just realizing and waking up every day like, I'm about to make this day my bitch. You know what I mean? Like, take (laughs) it and not go into... I think it's so easy. And, you know, for me personally, I get such bad anxiety. And I wake up and I feel like I'm... If I wake up at 7.30 and, you know, I hit the alarm and it goes to 7.46, then I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm behind and I just wake up with such a manic energy and I hate that. And it just, it sets the tone for my entire day because I feel like I'm already behind and I'm not. And this morning, you know, and I've been trying to do this, even though he said, if it takes the flip of a date, you're fucked. But I've been trying to do this (laughs) since we got back from our trip. Um, and that's just waking up and just breathing for two seconds and being like, you know what? I'm on my own time today. That's the beauty of working for myself. I am on my own time. We have such an amazing subscriber base and family that we've created online on top of our other amazing friends and family that we have, you know, on a daily. But I think that people will wait. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know whose clock am I. Whose clock am I racing? You know, is sometimes it, I get like that too. And I and I know what you mean because I see you like that. But it also sometimes will put me in a thing like, oh my God, I have to get all of this done. And then I remember who the boss is. And I'm like, oh wait, we're the boss. Yeah. And it's you're allowed to take time. But I, I do feel like, you know, instead of focusing like like Michael said on his tweets, on the noise, on the trolls, you know, we get a lot of trolls on YouTube. And Instead of focusing on that, we need to focus on, you know, if we use YouTube as an example, on the subscribers, our amazing community, like the focus needs to be there and not on all the vile pettiness. And life is just so much bigger than us on a podcast, us on YouTube, what people think, what people say. Life is is really about enjoying, learning. I mean, we're only here for a little bit if you really think about it. It was DJ Richie Sky who said that to us. And he said, whatever anybody thinks about me is none of my business. And I was like, I like that. Because there are some times, you know, where unfortunately, like you receive DMs or comments or people reach out because they really care about you and they just want to let you know, like, this is what's being said. And we know this isn't true or they're, you know, like it's just, it's the internet. So it's going down a rabbit hole. And sometimes, it can be the best place um, to have a platform. And sometimes it can just be a really hard place to be. And I think that that's one of my main focuses this year as well as like, it's none of my fucking business. 
I don't, <laughs> honestly, like it kind of gets me worked up, but I don't give a shit what you think about me because as long as I'm trying to be the best me and be positive and be happy and I'm focusing on that for myself and I know that like the people around me, I'm being as kind as possible to them. And I, you know what I mean? As long as I'm creating that environment for myself, as long as we're creating that environment for our family, then I really could give a flying fuck. Well, and, and that's the thing too. I mean, there's a book that's really good to read. Maybe Adam, this would be the next book. I gave you a book a long time ago called How to um, Win Friends and Influence, and influence People. It's a mm-hmm. great, it's just all about listening and connecting and communicating. And I thought it, it really, really helped my yeah, life. Yeah, it's um, actually the same book that got me outed by my former best friend on Facebook when she... So Jason gave me this book, really fun tidbit, just real quick. I moved my friend who wanted to be a model to Los Angeles from Florida. This is the same friend who ended up outing me to my entire family. I think she had a crush on me. We were just best friends. And she always wondered, like, why don't you try to hit on me? And I left to go work. I was working at Sir, And I had this book that Jason gave to me. And he wrote a little note in the back and put, Love, Jason. And it said to Adam. So it was very specific because if it didn't say to Adam, I could have got away with saying, oh, somebody gave that to me. I don't know who Jason is because at the time I wasn't telling anybody that I was gay. And she got this book. She took a photo of it and she ended up sending it to my parents saying, you have a gay son. And I was like, oh, thanks, Jason. How to win friends and influence people. (laughs) (laughs) Great story. (laughs) There's another book. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Caring. And I think like, if you read it or not, I think that just the title alone, the subtle art of not caring is just the way, I mean, you have to care about certain things, right? There you have family members and like, like we said, our community and our, the things that we do care about, but the, the stuff that doesn't matter, and, you know, someone gives you a bad look in the day or, or it's just a kind of has a shitty attitude. It's just, you don't need to take that on. And for us, you know, we're cancers. We're empaths. We're very sympathetic people. It's really hard to not take on other people's shit. And I think that just keeping that in your head, you know, the subtle art of not caring. (laughs) Do you know, real quick, and I want to put the, I don't want to get like super emotional here, but Jason and I were just in Orlando and I was sitting there waiting at the the check-in stand and I was trying to ask them a question. Um, about like New Year's Eve and like what's to do around the area and stuff like that. And this woman comes barreling past me holding her little Yorkie and slams her luggage like right into me and then turns around and gives me the dirtiest look. And I was like, what an asshole. Like, I, hi, I'm right here. Thank you. You just hit me. Excuse you. Kind of like, now I didn't say anything, but I just thought in my head, like somebody's having a bad day. And then later, Jason and I were down in the lobby and we were playing pool. The same woman came down with her daughter, remember? And her daughter had this little hat on and it was a Mickey Mouse hat and her daughter had cancer. And I thought in my head in that moment, and I hate, I always get emotional on this fucking podcast, but I thought in my head in that moment, I was like, wow, you really don't know what somebody's going through. So I'm so happy I didn't react. And I'm so happy, like, it just, I started crying, playing pool. Jason's like, Adam. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it, it's hard to see something like that. And it's also hard to not take on other people's things. And But it is a good reminder that you really don't know what another person is going through in their life. Yeah. Even if you think you know it all, you know, and that is usually the ego speaking. And 
I, I just feel like, you know, we, you have to take the time to care about the things that you need to care about and to not care about the small stuff. That's another book. Don't sweat the small things. No, but that's why I was saying too, like at the very beginning of this, the whole be kind, that's where that stems from is like, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. And when you look at somebody, mm-hmm. they might be the prettiest person you've ever seen and they might be struggling the most. And I think another good example of that would be, you know, Twitch, who was on the Ellen show and he just had the most beautiful family and such an incredible job, a career. They were about to get another show on HGTV called My Barbie Dream House or something like that. And they always made the f- most fun dance videos and you would have just thought, holy cow, like I want to be that guy. And he was struggling. So you really don't, it's it's kind of that old saying of don't judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah. And I think that's important. Like that's what I want to lead into 2023 with. I want to lead in with kindness. And, you know, we're about to bring in a new teammate that we've talked about a couple of times. And January is a big clusterfuck for Jason and I. And I'm sure a lot of people like it's not this is not a woe is me sort of situation. It's an incredible time, but a clusterfuck of a time. We're moving. We're adding somebody to the team. We have family coming in town. It's just like, holy shit. Um, But at the end of the day, I think I can look at it from that lens and be like, holy shit, I'm so overwhelmed. And then carry that energy through and not really enjoy all of these accomplishments and these big life changes. Like this is going to be the first home that Jason and I have together as a married couple, which is so incredible. It's going to be the first time that we have a home that's not the size of a two-car garage because we've always lived in big cities. It's going to be the first time that we have a home where our babies have a little yard where they can play and they're not like deprived of sitting inside of our house all day. So I think it depends what lens you look through. And that's going to, honestly, at the end of the day, it's going to dictate how you navigate that situation. And it's going to also influence your happiness. And I don't want to lead with anxiety. I want to be happy. I want to have this new team member just like be so excited to come and spend the day with us and like get shit done. I want to just celebrate every day because but you have to enjoy it too. Because I think what you were talking about earlier as well was to let yourself enjoy those moments. And it's not yeah. even just about enjoying those moments, but be present for certain things instead yeah. of working so hard. I think everyone is guilty of, of that. And it doesn't matter like what you do either. It's not just because, you know, we do YouTube or podcasting and you have anxiety, I need to get this video up, or we have a live today, we can't miss this. You know, you always feel like you have to do something. And, you know, even when my dad passed uh, five years ago, I was working and I was so, I had so much anxiety. I was, first of all, I was shocked, right? Because you're never prepared, no matter what happens and what the situation is. Second of all, I'm thinking, okay, what what are we going to do? Do you remember like we were like way behind on bills and and you stayed behind, you had to work. We just got a dog. I, we just got a dog and and here I am like thinking, okay, how do I deal with this and compartmentalize this process of grieving because my dad was my best friend? How do you do that and then think about I have to go back to work, you know? And I wish looking back that I had spent more time to be there with my family, to grieve more, 
to take the time for myself, just like you were talking about, Adam, we have to take care of ourselves. And, and sometimes that means putting other things aside that aren't as important. But I wish I had gone through that process. And instead, what happened was I went through that process a lot longer than I should have. And it affected other things. And it affects joy. It's really hard to be kind. You know, like you be, you become an... Uh, I became like a monster for a little bit. I was just, you know, like I, you become angry at the thing that you're thinking of and having anxiety about because you're only thinking about that. And this thing didn't allow me to take the time I needed personally. You know, you know so I think it's about being present taking care of yourself. I think though, listen, nobody writes a book on how to deal with that. And if they do, then fuck off. Like everybody. Oh my God, there's no the right way. way. There's yeah, no there's right no way. right way. But you know, I think that you honestly have to be really incredibly proud of yourself because you have, you know, now the ability where you are constantly reminding me of what's important and what's not and when to take time and when not to. And I always ignore it. Like when you say something, it's like in one ear, out the other when it comes to work. I'm like, nope, I got to work. And then I was just thinking about it today um, when we went, up to, we went up to Starbucks to get our coffee. And I was just thinking like, because I knew we were going to do this podcast. And I was like, you know what? It's so crazy. I just had my entire family come in from California. And I didn't take one day off of work. I just had my brother come in town for a week. I didn't take one day off of work. I just had my mother-in-law come in town for a week. I didn't take one day off of work. Like, that's that's over. That's going to change. I'm going to dedicate more time. I'm going to be more open. I'm going to be more present. And that's all we can do. Is That's why I said at the beginning of this, one day at a time. It's just reminding yourself. You don't have to say like, okay, well, you know, like say you you want to say something like I want to stop drinking, right? And I want to stop drinking forever. But then I mean, we weren't go, supposed to go to Starbucks today and we did that. So I know, okay, resolution see, broken. <laughs> there, okay, so there you go. There's a good point. But say, for example, let's use the drinking. I want to stop drinking and I took eight days off. But you know what? I went out one night and I had a glass of champagne. Oh, fuck. I broke the streak. I might as well just drink anyways. I might as well just keep drinking after that. Like, that's not how the mindset has to be. It's like, oh, okay, right. you got knocked down. You get back up, you restart. And then we'll just say that day was a loss. But then keep carrying on and live live every single day like it's a new one. But I also don't want to make this like a who the fuck are we to be preaching to anybody? I want to say that. And then hey, this secondly, is all from this is all from experience and what we're looking at to help us. Yeah. You know, in this new year become, you know, to grow because I don't think like what, like, like Michael Bostick said on the Twitter, that one day of a calendar change doesn't change your life. It's a process and resolutions are made pretty much to help that process. Or, I mean, I see a lot of my friends and myself (laughs) when I used to make resolutions, like it was everything I hated about myself. It's like all of the changes that you wanted. And I don't know if that's a healthy way of going about it, but I don't know. It's just our experience. It's just what I think we're looking to do this year is to be more present in in our friendships, relationships, family relationships, everything. Yeah. So let's kind of go back really quick. I want to ask you because we talked about this before on um, our members only. Let's whine about it for our YouTube channel, right? Mm -hmm. I want to ask you your three favorite most 
just the memories that stick out to you the most, your three favorite memories from 2022 and three things that you hope to achieve in 2023. Ooh, this is good. Yeah, that's how I want. I mean, I figure like I want everyone who's a part of this journey with us to know what we're so grateful for um, in our own lives. And uh, I mean, this journey, all of it together, it's like one big cluster. It's wild. It feels like a whirlwind. But also what we have to look forward to as a community, as a couple, as a family, just, you know, I care. So if nobody else cares, then fuck it. I want to know, Jason. <laughs> three things from okay. 2022, three in 2023. Ooh, this is good. Now I got to yeah. think about 2022 really, really carefully. I might... Okay, so one of my favorite things, and I'm going to start with this, and I don't mean to take this from you, but us getting married after almost a decade being together, after being engaged for five and a half years, was such a big, and I don't mean this to sound in like a bad way, but it was such a weight off the shoulders, and I feel so different. Yeah, I keep on saying fiance because I'm so used to that, and Jason keeps correcting me. He's like, bitch. I'm like, oh. <laughs> husband. Right. husband husband okay you know what so, sounds josh josh told me too our friend josh um zayner who appears on your channel sometimes he says you know it, it you feel more of more like an adult when you say husband it's like fiance boyfriend it's like oh cute you know when are you actually it, like saying husband kind of can like gives it some concrete value you know yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was number one for sure, because how could it not be? Um, number two was, and this is crazy, going to BravoCon. And the reason I say that is I wasn't excited for BravoCon specifically, but the people we were around, our friends, um, if Emily D. Baker, Kem, Kempire, Caroline Stanbury, Meredith Marks, like all of our, fr- like just people that we really enjoy to be around. It was just a really good time and everything that could have gone right went right. Yeah. Okay. So you're taking, <laughs> okay. So I'm taking your, your two, right? No, I mean, th- these are obvious ones. So go ahead. What's your third? I want to say, Huh, I got to think about this because I think I said um, when we were talking on YouTube, I think I was talking about a trip, but I really enjoyed the Spilling Tea live tour. And specifically, I enjoyed Nashville a lot, but I really enjoyed being with our friends in a big house for the LA show. Like we had this huge house in the hills. Oh yeah. And there was like seven, eight, nine. I don't even know how many people were in the house. And it was just fun. And everyone had to work, right? So my friends that were there had to work. Your friends had to work. And then we were working on the show. And you and Zach were working on the show. And it just was a really fun time. And it was nice to revisit LA for a minute. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, so three things that I'm looking forward to, or do you want to do your three things of 2022 first? I'll do my three things really quick. Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, obviously, it's a no-brainer. BravoCon and hanging out with Kempire and Emily and just everybody that we got to meet who they're also part of this crazy little Bravo universe. Um, That was so much fun. 
of course. I mean, no brainer. And of course, getting married. But I want to say getting our house, like building our house with our new studio, that, that's been super exciting. And we've been working on this since May. So that's been half of our year. Um, that to me is one of my favorite parts because it just, it's like leading into a totally new chapter where you don't know what's going to happen. But it's just like, sometimes it's nice not to know. And sometimes, oh my God, I got to stop watching The Hills. Lauren Conrad just said that. Please, uh, okay, please stop watching The Hills. This is like your third <laughs> time going through six seasons of The Freaking Hills. Like I'm over The Hills. Okay, okay. But then I catch myself watching it with you and I'm like, oh shit, there's Sheena. Um, which is crazy because I forgot she was on The Hills. And then I'm like, oh my God, there's Heidi before her face got changed. Spencer was such an asshole. And then you start reliving these emotions again. It's definitely not healthy. Stay away from The Hills, everyone. And I also want to say, you know, we had some incredible sit down interviews this year. And I think that is always so different for me because it requires being in a studio and hiring a videographer and just really getting to do something in person, which was my dream. You know, my, my dream for so long was like to do something with TV and hosting. And it's not, I don't want to say it's easy doing it from behind a computer screen. But it is easier than going into a studio, right? And I think that yeah. with every time that we get to do that, whether it was with um, Kelly Dodd and McLeventhal, Jen Shaw, Mary Cosby's parents, I mean, Margaret Joseph's on stage, Sheena, Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz, Emily D. Baker, like Molly and Cynthia from 90 Day. Like, think of the roster. It's so fun. And yeah. being able to have those moments where you're doing it in person. That was so rewarding because while it was one of my biggest dreams, it was one of my biggest fears. So I think that was really cool. And besides, aside from that in the house, my last thing that I have to add to this is when we started Up and Adam YouTube channel, it was something that we didn't know what was going to happen, right? We started it in the midst of the pandemic. And we didn't really know how to... Like, I always wanted you to join in with me and we didn't know how to navigate that um, because you don't really... Like, half the time, you don't care about Housewives unless you do. And there might be two or three franchises where I can talk about Bravo all day. And so that was like a hard thing to navigate. And you and I, out of out of something, an opportunity that arised, you and I sat down as a couple and made a decision to start a platform, which would be Hot Messy Podcast, together and do something together that we both love. So I think those would be my three favorite things. That's fun. All right. Hot Messy Podcast. Yeah. I mean, honestly... I mean, this has been really rewarding because we've only had the podcast. I think our first episode was the last week of September. We're sitting here doing episode 28 as our first episode of 2023. We have tens of thousands of downloads already and a YouTube channel that is thriving. So I'm really happy with this platform and what we have up our sleeves for this specific uh, show, for the YouTube channel, for the podcast, the interviews we have coming up, it is going to be great. (laughs) It's going to be great. And it makes me excited because I never knew how I would jump into, you know, that's your community and not everything on Bravo gets my pants wet. You know what I mean? Can Can I add something really quick? Yeah. You know how I always tell you that I see signs of like Chelsea and stuff? Yeah. So I saw this morning, I was looking at my phone and my timer was on and I was like, why is my timer on? And it said 11 hours and 11 minutes. And Chelsea always did 11, 11. Right. And then this is episode 28, 
which is so crazy because Chelsea's birthday is February 8th. And it's just like those two eight. Like, I don't know. It's just those little signs. Hey, like, that's how they say numbers are how they're like, I guess there's some communication from the angels or the afterlife or, or whatever. I mean, they say I numbers it, are, are a thing. I see it all the time, but I just wanted to add that in because I even said this morning when I woke up, I was like, good morning, Chelsea. Love you. Okay. Let's talk about our three things that we're looking forward to. Oh, I'm looking forward to having help. Okay. <laughs> So yeah. I can, <laughs> and now I got really excited talking about 2023 and what's coming up this year, but I'm looking forward to our new team member who will be joining us because not only will she be an extra hand, but it's like, okay, she can push out the social media. She can help us answer the emails. She can help us book things, get things done. And we have more opportunity to create content and to, to push up the quality, you know? So I'm really excited about that. Pushing Forward Hot Messy Podcast. I'm really excited to take a vacation. We haven't had a vacation in a very, very long time. We haven't like put things away and just like done something. So I'm looking forward to that. And I have to steal yours. I'm really looking forward to moving into our new house that we're, we've built together. It's our second home. It's our first one that we're moving in together married. So that's fun oh my gosh but, and it's not a condo with a bunch of people up your <laughs> ass oh my god we've talked about the condo people and apartment people on this podcast before apartment and yes, condo people are the worst they're all up your butt they really are oh my god it's not like we, we have say that, that we're gonna get some crazy ass fucking neighbor i, already, I mean I there's like crazy everywhere right people probably think we're crazy and we just don't no, know but it i attract crazy this like every, is the truth. Every That's very place true. that we move into, I find crazy. It's like the one crazy person, like the building stays away from, Adam finds. No, they find me. I'm like shit and I attract flies. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm 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 looking forward to moving in, having space. We're building out that studio, which I think is gonna be amazing. Um, and just yeah, just being able to to do that. Okay, what are your three things you're looking forward to in 2023, Adam? I want to change my analogy really quick and say I'm like honey and attract bees. Okay, sorry. Now, <laughs> the three things that I'm looking forward to, obviously, I'm going to piggyback off of having help. I think that that's going to be um, conducive to more conducive to a healthier mindset uh, for me and both of us. I think when I was talking earlier about like anxiety and waking up and feeling like I've got to do this, 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 and this. And it's just like, it stresses me out and it sets a tone for my day. That I feel like is going to be such a huge relief. And for me right now, honestly, that means everything. And then I'm happy, not we're building a house, right? But I'm happy mm. and excited to make it a home. You know yeah. what I mean? For the yeah. memories that are going to happen in that home, it's a new area, new location, new opportunities, um, new memories, family. I just, I think that's going to be fun, exciting, incredible. And I can't wait to do that, especially because we're going to have a new studio set up. And it's, I mean, I'm not trying to make this about work, but it's all in the same, it's all encompassed in the same sort of situation, you know? Yeah. And then I'm excited for, travel. You know, last year, Jason and I had the opportunity and we missed it uh, to go to the MTV Movie Awards and we were invited. And who knows? Like, you don't know what email is going to 
come up. You don't know what opportunity is going to come up. And I think not knowing, thank you, Lauren Conrad from the Hills, um, sometimes is the most <laughs> exciting thing. So God. I think the travel, whether it be, I know we're going to do BravoCon again with some of our friends and fellow content creators. I know that we're going to take a vacation, a much needed vacation. Jason and I haven't taken one of those in fucking forever. And everyone thinks that work is a vacation. It's the most wild thing. Like when I talk to my family, they're like, you guys go to New York and LA. Or they're just like, oh, you just went to Salt Lake City. Yeah, we just went to Salt Lake City to interview somebody. We needed to find a studio, production, videographer, sound. Well, I mean, we were working the whole time. We were there for three days. We worked the entire time. There was not, there was no stop of like, oh, Salt Lake City, how beautiful in May. We should take a, let's take a lovely stroll. Yeah, no, it's like hell? our asses no. are sitting inside the hotel room, going over lines and questions and preparing, and you know, it's just it's work. That's the whole point. But no matter what, because I am going into it with this new mindset, I'm excited to take these travel opportunities and be able to not only. Whether it's vacation, I, I'm going to completely check out. But if they are work opportunities like BravoCon or something, I'm going to take the time to be able to thoroughly enjoy them while also doing our job. And that's something that uh, I can kind of 25% do um, of the time when we're out and about and when we leave. But for the most part, it's usually just anxious work, anxious work. And I'm excited about that. So. I'm going into it with making our house a home, having someone who can help us and really just take all of this to the next level. That way we can continue to do what we love and create more content and then traveling and not knowing what lies ahead. And those are my three. Nice. Those are those are good. I like those. Yeah, I like those. And I think to cap us off, guys, we want to wish everyone a beautiful, successful and happy new year. Welcome to 2023. Let's kick this year's ass. And a healthy one. And guys, I think the best way to end this off, to cap it off, like Jason said, is let's go make 2023 our bitch. No, no one said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, guys, no one was wanted to say that. No, I'm just that. kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. But happy new year, everyone. We love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of our family, our community, and... I mean, I can't wait to see what's to come. So let's take this ride together. Let's take this ride together. We'll see you guys all on Friday. Love you. Bye. Bye, everyone. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.